Streaming now on ExtremeSports.com and on the Extreme Sports app. Extreme Sports and the Hastings Tribune presents the Triblin Tailgate Talk Show with your hosts Mike, Marcus, Will, and Nick. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to our second Tribland Tailgate Talk Show. We are at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings tonight. Mike Will with uh, Marcus Metcalf, Nick Blasnick, and we got Jimmy Purcell. Extreme Sports in the Hastings Tribune. Glad to be part of our talk show tonight. We're going to be talking local sports. We've got some uh, coaches coming up later on uh, in our uh, segments tonight. We're going to be talking uh, some uh, high school sports, what's been going on around the uh, Tribland area. And, and guys, uh, welcome back. It's uh, week number two. Nick, we've got uh, Will. He, he, he worked the first weekend with us down at uh, DeWeese uh, last Wednesday night. Now he thinks he needs a night off. So uh, Will Reynolds is uh, not with us tonight. But uh, we got Jimmy Purcell from Extreme Sports. He's going to pinch hit. Guys, uh, welcome back to the show. Absolutely. And it's great to be here. We had so much fun last time, and it was so Fun to get to talk some sports, local sports, and uh, we're excited for this second go-around. Uh, we had a few hiccups, and it's a learning process, but, I mean, it's been a blast to get ready for this second show here at Bullseyes, and we're excited to talk some sports. Oh, I am too. It's so fun to be here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, and um, we got some interesting um, topics co- coming up tonight, and we got some district golf and um, district softball and Coming around the corner, state golf and state softball. So we've got a lot about to talk about tonight. Yeah, we got the uh, softball, the district softball uh, tournaments. Uh, district softball game is going to be held uh, either Friday or Saturday around the state. We'll tell you about that coming up. Jimmy Purcell is going to join us. He's my broadcast partner. You probably have heard him with uh, Hastings College and uh, high school uh, football at the past couple of weeks. Jimmy, welcome to uh, a new scene for us tonight. I, I tell you what, I'm not sure about this extreme sports stuff. This is uh, like getting in a Corvette and taking a ride with you. We have uh, really been on kind of a wild ride here the last few weeks, getting uh, everything introduced and uh, starting with the high school sports here a couple weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, I'm not Will. I'm not Will. I'm a, I'm a little bit different, but uh, I'll be able to add a, f- a few things that uh, Will won't. I didn't know this was such a stressful job that he needed the next week off. <laughs> but anyway, glad to be here. Uh, uh, going to be a good time. Uh, just uh, enjoy sitting in with you guys here tonight and talking uh, talking a little sports. And thanks for Rob. I think the uh, cat in the hat's running around here somewhere. But uh, good crowd down here. Wings, uh, wings. I always hear about these wings for this show, and it is wing night down here at Bullseye. Well, you can't have a tailgate party. This is the Tribune uh tailgate uh, talk show you can't have a tailgate without wings and a a little beer and and that's what we're doing here tonight we want you to come on out and join us here we'll be here until uh we decide we're going to leave 
Yeah, we're supposed to be done at 7 o'clock. We might just stay on tonight until uh, we don't have anything else to talk about. What do you think? That sounds pretty good. I wonder how many weans we can get down in that time. <laughs> I, I tell you what, years ago we had uh, Brandon Jacobitz, one of the Adam Central coaches now, when he played at Hastings College. Uh, this just really come to mind real quickly. We used to try to wager how many wings that he could get in that helmet and if he could eat them all. And when he was playing down there, he said, there's a lot, and yes, I can. So he could said he could eat them all. I don't know. We never we never got to witness uh, Jacobitz eating any wings. Remember how big that football helmet was? Oh, it was huge. And he said he could really stick wings in there and eat as many as he wanted. Yeah, that football helmet was huge. Anyway, that's uh, that's a story for Brandon Jacobitz. Uh, again, we'll be talking uh, some football coming up. We're going to have a Charlie Shoemaker from Hastings High stopping by. Uh, Josh Lewis from Adams Central is going to be uh, stopping by here in a little bit in the second half of the show. Uh, we're going to have a, a guest predictor for our, our high school predictions. We're going to be talking some college predictions. John Butler, I would call him a celebrity guest picker. But with John Butler, I, I wouldn't necessarily put celebrity behind him. He's number one, uh, number one in your heart, number ninety-one in your program. Oh, no, you said that wrong. I, I'm backwards. Yes, it's number ninety-one in your program, number one in your heart. Although he wore the pride of and purple of K State. Yeah, we'll talk about. Well, I tell you what, that'll be something tonight. Hey, by the way, the show tonight brought to you by. Uh, Rod Strong and the uh, great guys out here at uh, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Every uh, Wednesday is uh, wing night. Come out and enjoy wings. I've devoured those uh, several times out here. If you don't like wings, you can always go to the menu and find uh, something that uh, uh, you want to eat down here. they got a full menu. Uh, everything is uh, is right there. Arizona Diamondback. You can get a San Diego chicken salad. You can get Kansas City chef salad. I don't know why the, the Chiefs uh, – I always tell Rod that – why did the Chiefs get stuck with a chef salad? <laughs> you know, well, you know, I, that's because I never order salad. I've never asked him, but I will now once we're done. Yeah, the Kansas City uh, chef salad is available. They've got to all of your favorite burgers. Uh, they've got shrimp. They've got all kinds of stuff. So come on down and enjoy the uh, great food here tonight at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, our exclusive sponsor for the uh, Tripland Tailgate Talk Show here tonight. And again, uh, we're so happy that uh, we're, we're on board again uh, for week number two. I thought after week number one, they might not renew our contract, guys, but they, they renewed our contract for another week, huh? You know, we waited for that cancel letter in the mail, but it just never came. So we're thankful for that, and we're happy to get back out here. Like you said, we got some football to talk about, uh, some postseason golf, postseason softball. It's going to be exciting. Saw some pretty good volleyball the other night, too, actually, and uh, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later, but... Uh, we got a full show, and uh, you mentioned some great guests. We're excited to get them on here. Uh, here are some K-State picks. Uh, apparently they take on Oklahoma State on yeah. Friday night, which uh, we'll, we'll get his take on these Friday night college football games. But. Again, you're, you're listening to the uh, Tribland Tailgate Talk Show. We're streaming live tonight on our uh, brand-new streaming service. Learn about it at extremesports.com. You'll be able to find us on Alexa. You'll be able to find us uh, just about uh, anywhere. And, of course, uh, if you missed the show tonight or you want to hear it again, a lot of people want to hear it again, uh, you can do that uh, beginning tomorrow morning on the Hastings Tribune uh, website. So a lot of places you can hear the show. And, again, uh, glad you could all come out to a Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Let's talk about uh, what we have seen uh, the past uh, couple of days. I've done uh, two football games, guys, and, and neither one I would call really exciting. I did the Adams Central uh, game on the Friday night, the Adams Central-St. Paul game. 
Adam Central is in charge of that one. Now, most of the way, the Patriots now 6-0 and on this season. We've got a big, big game coming up on Friday night against the Aurora Huskies. Aurora is 4-2 and on the season. Uh, Adam Central is at 6-0. and So I saw the Adam Central victory on uh, Friday night. Then on the Saturday, I saw Hastings College. And uh, the Broncos, they lost to the uh, Dort defenders the other night or the other afternoon. Uh, losing, what was it, 61-21 to 21 was the uh, score the other night as uh, Dort knocked off Hastings. Dort absolutely dominated that football game. 657 yards of total offense for the defenders. Hastings College, they had just 276. So uh, the top three teams kind of in the G-Pack have really uh, uh, kind of separated themselves now from the rest of the pack morning side. You've got Northwestern and you've got Dort. Those three teams have kind of separated now. And they've got Northwestern coming up. So that's going to be a real tough battle. Um, 600 yards of offense. Yeah, 600 oh yards of offense. Yeah. Northwestern, by the way, the team that Hastings plays this week, number one ranked team in the nation. They're the number one ranked team in the nation. They're defending uh, national champions in NAIA football. This is a team that rolls up uh, a lot of yards. In fact, they, they uh, lead the conference right now. As far as the total offense is concerned, 489 yards uh, per game for Northwestern. They lead the G-Pack in passing yards at 296 yards. And, yeah, they've got a rushing attack, too. They've got a rushing attack that leads the G-Pack in the yards per carry at 5.9. So the Broncos have a, a, tough, a tough task ahead for a Saturday over in uh, Orange City. That'll be a 1.30 start, by the way, on this Saturday because of a homecoming that means we'll be on the air with a pregame show, show on here in, on Extreme Sports at 12.30 on this Saturday afternoon. So that's, those are the two games I saw over the weekend. What about you guys? I saw Shelton and Red Cloud last Thursday, and Red Cloud looked just as good as anybody in six-man football. They've had one loss to Pawnee City, which, like, I talked to Coach Hell a couple weeks ago, and he said that get, got away from him, but um, came away convincingly the Fry Brothers or back at it again Thursday night, and they got a test on Friday night because Sumner, Sumner Eddieville Miller's coming to town, and Sumner Eddieville Miller is one of the four undefeated teams left in six-man football. So it's going to be a, a good challenge, and I've been kind of keeping an eye on state golf actually the last couple of days, and a um, couple of them got um, pushed back to today because of the storms yesterday. Um, Elena Stevenson from Hastings High, she was the lone qualifier in our area from, in Class B. Um, she finished eighth um, yesterday at York Country Club. So she'll be going to the state tournament, which will be held at the Scotts Bluff Country Club here next Monday and Tuesday. In Class C, we got um, uh, Superior's Rain Biltop from Superior. She shot a 92, finished seventh. And then um, Abby Milton from Exeter Milligan Friend finished eighth. She shot 93. Um, She'll be also qualifying for the state tournament, which is next Monday and Tuesday out at Lake Maloney Golf Club in North Platte. And I'll tell you what, I don't know about anybody else's golf game, but the low, the low score in that district was Olivia Lovegirl from Lincoln Christian. She shot 69. So what does that say about your guys' golf game down there? Jimmy, Jimmy, can you shoot 69? Sure. Sure. 
on on sometimes a par three course. I've been I've been there before. I've I've gotten there, but uh, boy, I tell you what, there. Uh, you know, you you look at, at women's golf. What uh, has evolved? What has happened with the the PGA Tour and all the kids that have uh, you know developed and working on their games more and more. I see it. I follow. Uh, by the way, the uh, Rain Biltoff uh, graduated with her dad. I can guarantee you, she didn't learn from him. So I need to find out where she learned from down there in the Superior. Might have been that third guy uh, that I know down there. But uh, yeah, it's a congratulations to her and uh yeah that's uh there's some low scores being put up by the ladies nowadays all right so that's what's uh, going on in golf uh, nick you you've been busy as well what's going on yeah so i got to see johnson brock bds last week it had a lot of potential going into it obviously two powerhouses unfortunately first quarter bds loses its quarterback two drives later they lose their second quarterback and so it was just brutal, uh, unfortunately, for the Eagles. Uh, Johnson Brock, they're a tough team. They're going to be good uh, going forward, and obviously they have goals of making it to Lincoln. And so uh, tough tough road for the Eagles, hoping that everybody gets healed up so they can get back on track and try to get back in you know a postseason run that we've been so accustomed to seeing them. And then uh, just the other night, last night, uh, I got to see Minden Volleyball. They're undefeated. They've lost one set this year. And it, that's just crazy to GICC. And they played Smith Center, who's a three-time finalist in Kansas. And so it was really fun to get to watch those two teams battle. Uh, it went back and forth a little bit in the first set, and then Minden just caught fire. They are fun to watch. They've got two hitters that also do the setting. They rotate uh, depending on who's in the front and who's in the back. And so they're just really fun to watch, and it's going to be exciting to see them going forward. Isn't isn't Minden in? They're in the all class top ten. I think I heard here a, a couple of weeks ago. They're still there, obviously. I'm guessing. I, I believe so. I have not seen the all class. I know they're top uh, top ranked in C one, and deservedly so. I mean, yeah. one set that just blows my mind. All right, you're listening to the uh, Tribland Tailgate Talk Show. We are live tonight at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. You know where they're at, out on West 2nd Street, right across the street from the uh, water park. Again, it's a wing night here tonight. Why is it every place we go is a wing night? <laughs> Last Wednesday, we were down in Deweese. It was wing night. It's a wing night here at the Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. So come on down and enjoy uh, Rod's delicious uh, hot wings or uh, grab something off of the menu. also want to talk about uh, the uh, the brunch on Sundays. If you're looking for some uh, Good food. It's a uh, Sunday brunch here at uh, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on the Sundays between uh, 10 and 2. Everything you want. Uh, fluffy pancakes. They've got the uh, sizzling bacon. They've got fruits and, and so much more. So come on out. It's a uh, brunch on Sundays. It's great tasting brunch. We'll get Rod over here in a little bit talk about that. Give him a, a couple of uh, glasses of encouragement. We'll get him over here <laughs> and uh, talk about uh, the brunch 10 until 2 every Sunday here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. A couple other uh, sports notes we want to tell you about. Hear about the fire? Hear about the fire <laughs> in uh, Illinois? The, the stadium that Nebraska is going to be playing in on uh, Friday night caught on fire last night. Evidently a riding lawnmower. And a utility uh, little trailer caught on fire in uh, the like the basement of this uh, stadium, and the firefighters had to come out and uh, put the fire out. I saw today that they deemed the stadium is going to be okay. They're going to allow the uh, game to continue, but yeah, the stadium that Nebraska plays in uh, Friday night caught on fire last night. 
Well, you know, if either team can't catch far, I guess the stadium might as well. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing today, Nick, when I heard that this morning on uh, on the sports. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I want to know who the guilty party is to set them afire. Hastings College's soccer teams are playing tonight against the Midland over at Lloyd Wilson Field. Uh, men's game is underway. The women will follow at 8 o'clock. Uh, what else is going on? We had uh, the Iowa senior quarterback, Cade McNamara. He is going to be lost for the rest of the season with a uh, ACL tear in his left knee. And Colorado two-way star Travis Hunter will likely miss uh, the team's next two games as he continues to recover from a lacerated liver. Buffaloes will play Arizona State on Saturday and uh, will host Stanford next week before they take a week off before traveling to UCLA on October the 28th. So that's uh, some of the things going on in the uh, sports world here in case you missed those. Yeah, we mentioned uh, softball, guys. Uh, we're going to have a big weekend coming up with uh, district softball. And then the winners of uh, these district softball games will advance to the, the state tournament next week in Hastings. And, Nick, they kind of changed around uh, the format uh, for the state tournament this year. Yeah, the state softball tournament is still going to be in Hastings, but they're only going to play the, the first couple of rounds in Hastings. The championship game is going to be moved to uh, Omaha this year so they can they get them on the tube. So we won't have the championship games in Hastings, but, yes, uh, the state softball tournament is still going to be in Hastings starting on Wednesday. Yeah, and it, it's kind of a shame to not have the championship games here. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we do have St. Cecilia trying to get back to the finals, uh, those finals matchups. They were there last year, runner-up, obviously, after dropping two two games in the finals. But uh, they're on a warpath. They're getting ready to go back after that championship run. Uh, they won their sub-district. They're the top seed, and they'll be hosting Fairbury uh, here on in the district final. Yeah, that's going to be on uh, Friday. This is like a best of three affair. So you're going to have to win uh, at least uh, two games to advance to the state tournament. So Hastings St. Cecilia, the number one seed in the softball, they'll take on 16th seeded uh, Fairbury and action will get underway at 12 o'clock noon on Friday out at the uh, Smith complex. Hastings high is also in the, uh, the field. They're going to be in class B uh, the district final, they're going to be at the uh, Smith Complex. They're going to play on uh, Friday as well. They're going to play uh, Bennington. Their uh, best of three series will get underway at 11. Hastings High, the number seven seed. Bennington, the number 10 seed. You guys have covered uh, softball uh, the past couple of weeks. Saint, uh, Hastings High got off to a great start. They were one of the uh, top-ranked teams in Class B. And they're kind of on a, a skid as of late. Uh, what's been going on with the Tigers? I was going to say, they ran into a buzzsaw here uh, a few weeks ago. And this is going to be the rubber match between these two teams because these two have already played twice. And Bennington came in here on the Hast- at the Hastings High Invite, beat them 9-5 to back on September 16th. And then just last Saturday, Hastings returned the favor and went on the road and beat them 18-5. to So a little bit of, you know, bad blood between the two going into the third game, you know, because the state – state tournament berths on the line? Guess we'll find out. Yeah, well, what else has been going on uh, with the Tigers? What about uh, the downfall, their skid? Uh, I know they're playing a better teams here at the end of the I was going to say, they're playing really, really good, really good teams, and, um, but P- Coach Marquardt's really done a good job with this group where he has coming back, and he's done a pretty good job, so I'm, I'm not surprised they're back here again. He's got a tough test in front of him, but I think Hastings High has been there before. I think they can do it again, so um, we'll see what happens when it comes on Friday. Blake Marquardt. 
That, that's another guy that uh, we need to talk about. This guy, this guy, he he is now the softball coach at Hastings High. He is the baseball coach at Hastings High. He also spends his summer with American Legion Baseball. Why don't this guy uh, take a, a month off? It's unbelievable. They start American Legion Baseball practice in uh, January. Uh, their, their baseball season uh, on the high school level runs uh, in March and April to get into the summer season for American Legion Baseball. Then he turns around and he says, yeah, I'll just coach the girls, too, in softball, too. So hats off to a Blake Marquardt, and I haven't said that before, but Blake puts in a, a whale of a, a lot of time uh, with the Tigers and with the Legion Baseball program. Absolutely. It's hard to tear him away from a diamond. I mean, he just loves the, both games so much, and uh, I mean... It, I saw him in a walking boot out there, and it, you just can't keep this guy away. He's got so much passion for the game and seeing his kids you know, develop into great players, great kids, and uh, it's, it's just really fun to see the way he interacts with his team and what he gets from them. Yeah, he, he injured his uh, foot or his ankle during the summer, and he said, I'm going to have to have an operation, but he was trying to figure out when he had a window he could do that. So he says at the end of the, the Legion baseball season, he says, I'll, I'll just get this operation done and I'll – all this uh, kind of coach from uh, the dugout. That's what he did, but he's he's back in store. A uh, couple of other games for uh, district softball uh, coming up this weekend. Aurora is going to be playing at Blair. Aurora is the number 16 seed. Blair the number one seed, so they'll be facing off in the uh, district final. Northwest is going to be playing uh, at home against McCook. That's going to be uh, this weekend. As we mentioned, Hastings High and then the Hastings St. Cecilia. Also in uh, the the round, the, the final couple of rounds here. So the winners will move on to the uh, state tournament. Gets underway uh, next Wednesday at Hastings. And then we do also have Fillmore Central, Exeter, Milligan, Friend. It's a lot to say, but they are number thirteen uh, seed going into the district final. They'll take on number four Ashland Greenwood. They're going for their first state tournament berth since twenty seventeen. So we'll have to keep an eye out, and uh, hopefully we'll get some teams down there at state. You know, the state tournament gets underway uh, Wednesday in Hastings. Is it time for our celebrity picks already? We're just uh, moving right along. Our uh, celebrity picks. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you give uh, John uh, your ears here, and we'll get the uh, celebrity picks. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm using the word celebrity uh, loosely here, uh, but John Butler is going to uh, join us here on Extreme Sports as uh, we, we, we talk uh, our picks for the week, and uh, what, what's going? Am I still am I still heading down toward the bottom of this thing? Marcus and me are getting awfully close down here at the bottom of the stack, aren't we? I know we're pretty darn close, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I think you're heading in the wrong direction there. If you're heading uh, towards Marcus's way, unfortunately, he's uh, taken up the bottom of the standings, uh, tied with our photojournalist Laura Beam. Uh, but uh, you, forty-one and thirty-one is Marcus. Forty-four and twenty-eight is your record right now. So. <sighs> You know, it's a long season. I I can't get a break. (laughs) I can't get a break on any of these games. Little did I know that St. Cecilia was going to be missing their top two or three players last week at Kearney Catholic. I had St. Cecilia firmly entrenched as a winner there until I found out like Friday morning that St. Cecilia was missing their top two or three players. I said, oh. I wonder if I can change my pick. I wonder if I can change my pick. Anyway, uh, Connie Catholic took care of a Saint Cecilia last week. So, who's on top of our standings? Anyway? I, I've misplaced my sheet. I can't. I think find... you are. I oh, think I you am. Are. Yeah, I think okay. you are. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm on top. Uh, Fifty-two and twenty, I believe, is my record. Yeah, I but, think uh, you're, you're tied. I think with... that's what 
comes to mind. Yeah, I think you're tied with Doug up there up in the uh, top spot. Anyway, John Butler, John Butler, ex-Kansas State linebacker, is going to uh, join us. Number 91 in your program, number one in your heart, John Butler. Welcome to the show, my man. You got a you got a few fans here. You brought along your family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. You you've got that down well. Uh, the the program thing. See, I've kind of instilled that in you two over the years. But uh, no, it's good to be here. Good to be here. All right. Yeah. Like we said, uh, he's an ex Kansas State linebacker. So we'll just hop right into that, my man. Well, he was kind of a defensive end, linebacker sort of thing. Anyway, you guys that play Oklahoma State, what's going on with the Cats? <laughs> they're they're doing okay. Uh, we'll see what they got this year. Uh, they, I, I think they're still, <coughs> excuse me, uh, gelling a little bit on the offensive line. Defense is playing well. They got some players. Uh, they got a, a solid quarterback. They, they've been dinged up a little bit. So, you know, that Big 12 conference is always tough. I mean, it truly is. O- Oklahoma State back in the day, uh, tough place to play. I mean, that stadium, they are right on top of you, you know, off the field. Uh, it, it's a great atmosphere down there in Stillwater. Uh, we, we'll, see, uh, we'll see what they can do. Uh, they had a uh, bye week, I believe, last week, so... Uh, uh, they'll uh, they'll definitely uh, they'll definitely give it a game. I know that. So, as a Sooner fan, I can vouch for the toughness of the conference for sure. And, uh, so yeah, I, I believe you right there. You, you 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 haven't heard my pick yet here. Oh boy. Okay. okay the Red River rivalry is that what it is? is that, yeah. Am I right? Okay. Who who do you like? Well well okay well while we're on the K State thing. Uh, my uh, old former teammate, buddy, Brent Venables, head coach, right? Yep. Played down there, yeah. Uh, he, he's a, he's a definitely an interesting gentleman. How's that, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm going with OU in this one. I tell you what, he's going to come out with a little something. Uh, you know, he's a defensive-minded guy. He, he's, he's very sharp. Uh, so uh, we, we'll see, if, if, you know. You get you always get it to the fourth quarter with a chance to win. There you go. I'm right there with you. I got yeah. the Sooners in my pick too. Yeah. All right. What was yep. our what was our uh, Let's see. Was that our college pick? Yeah. No, I got Texas. I got Texas. I got Texas on that one, buddy. So they're, they're right, going to be tough. But, right, uh, let's slide into the uh, high school picks. What do we got this week? Yeah, so looking at uh, high school games, we asked John to take a look at a few, uh, including the city ones. Let's start with Aurora at Adam Central. I mean, that's going to be a fun one, uh, a tough one, obviously, for the Patriots. But uh, Well, with that being said, okay, Aurora at AC, I, uh, I, I got to go. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going back to the midget football days. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody's around here. They might, might remember this a little bit. Uh, uh, the Lions, which I helped uh, kind of direct a little bit back in the day. Uh, that's when the Cynics were there, by the way. There you go. Okay, there's another name around town. But uh, uh, Techmeyer was our quarterback. All right. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the Patriots. Oh, Man, Tech. The Patriots. That's right. 
pulled it out. Getting healthy, getting ready to go. So this will this will be fun. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this, but we'll see how they. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to have Josh Lewis, the uh, head coach for Adams Central. He's going to stop by here in a little bit, and we'll talk about Good. that one. You know, Aurora, a team is sitting at four and two on the season. They they lost to Ashland Greenwood, I know, uh, earlier this season. The, the Patriots are six and zero, oh, but they're they're not winning. Uh, they're not winning impressively. I wouldn't say they they won a lot of close games uh, this year. The other night at St. Paul, they were obviously the, the better team and won 31-7. But I'll tell you what, that, that's uh, probably the, the classic matchup for this weekend, Adam Central and uh, Aurora at the uh, Patriot Field. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a tough tough matchup because Aurora's played two good teams in Class C1, probably top two. Might, two teams might be in the state finals by you know the end of November. So it's going to be a tough test. And I think Coach Lewis's defense could, could play well enough to beat them. But that's why you... You play the game for a reason, right? Ashland Greenwood and Boone Central, the, yep. the two teams that the Aurora Huskies have lost to. So, uh, all right, John Butler says he's on the Tegmeyer and the Adams Central Patriots for uh, this Friday night. What about uh, Wood River, St. Cecilia? Well, that probably goes without saying, but uh, uh, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, no. Oh, no. St. Cecilia, 5-1 and one on the season. The Wood River Eagles, they are 1-5. and five. Yes. So, being the ex-Blue Hawk I am, you know, I got to go with St. Cecilia. You know, it's... You're really uh, going out on the limb. Well, I, 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 I think they, you know, they'll, they'll play well enough to do that. You know, I know they've had a couple kids dinged up and some of that, but uh, uh, there's some of those young kids that come on, you know, and uh, we'll see. So, so Johnny says that St. Cecilia will rebound from their loss to uh, Carney Catholic the other night. And then the other game is going to be uh, Scott's Bluff. Scott's Bluff playing at uh, Hastings High. Both of these teams are 3-3 three and three on the season. Oh, hometown all the way. Got to go with Hastings. Yeah. Under the lights, Duncan Field. Er, Duncan Field. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're not Excuse playing me. over there. Excuse, Excuse me. They're at the college. Uh, I think Hastings, uh, I'm going to give them the nod. Being home, that is a long drive. Yes, it is. And sitting on a bus for that many hours, you know, they'll probably break it up maybe a little bit. But uh, it, it's tough to get off the bus after traveling. Six, six yeah, hour yeah, drive. At least six hours out there. It's, I mean, every Scott's, bit of that. Scott's Bluff. Uh, a couple of years ago, they were they were really good, and they're not nearly as uh, powerful as they were a, a couple of years ago. I mean, they were really good a couple of years ago. Hastings High might have a shot at maybe uh, pulling one off on uh, Friday night. That's the game you'll hear, by the way, on Extreme Sports on uh, Friday night with me and Jimmy. So Hastings High and Scott's Bluff. Anything else we want, to, Johnny? Do to take a look at here in our prep picks. Um, I think we talked about uh, Oklahoma and Texas and K-State, Oklahoma State as our college football ones. Obviously, we do still have Nebraska and Illinois. Uh, I don't know if you heard the stadium caught on fire, though. Uh, <laughs> but everything's going to be okay. We'll have a great game, I'm sure. But uh, So you got any preference, or who, who do you like in Nebraska at Illinois? <laughs> the big reds are going to bounce back. 
you know, that's tough to, to, to uh, you know, they, they're young. You know, they're a little dinged up too, I think. But uh, they're going to come back against the fighting Illini. So uh, i got a minister in town who's a big Illini fan. I'm not sure if he's listening. But uh, uh, I'll, I'll make it up to him. How's that sound? I'm going to take the big red on that one. I was going to say, Mike, Will, and John, I wonder if that fire meant Brett Bilmo was trying to tell the maintenance guys to kind of do this a little bit to light a fire underneath their team after yeah. Purdue put a shellacking on him last week. So, but it's going to be a good game, I think. Another one of our uh, prop picks we had in the uh, Hastings Tribune contest this week. Silver Lake, Lawrence Nelson. What do you think, buddy? Silver, I mean, we're going out of the limb on this, baby. Silver Lake, Lawrence Nelson. Silver Lake's coming off that's a pretty the Raiders good Mustangs. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's what Brian, that is. Brian Blevins down there at Lawrence Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I Oh boy. I don't know. I <laughs> You're 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 talking a high school football game. What about Lawrence Nelson and uh Silver Lake here? Yeah, yeah, yes. So uh I I don't know. Uh <laughs> I, I, know, I didn't mean to put uh, you on a spot. Oh no, not, that's okay. That's okay. You know what? Can we pick a can we pick a draw on that one? No, oh, just flip a coin. Oh, okay. Yeah, just well, flip a coin and it comes up Lawrence Nelson. We're going on Lawrence Nelson radars. You guys on Lawrence <laughs> Nelson? Too? That's what we usually do is just flip a coin for yeah. our picks anyway. Yep. No, right. no, I'm I'm with you. I think Lawrence Nelson. Uh, I, I think it'll be close. I mean, Silver Lake's having a good year, a uh, surprising year to some. And, I mean, four wins, I think they are already. And, and we'll see. But I th- I'm still going with the Raiders. All right, we do, we, we do have one uh, pro pick on the uh, the Celebrity uh, Hastings Tribune uh, football contest. The Dallas Cowboys, Johnny Butler, the Dallas Cowboys playing at the San Francisco 49ers. Who do you like? Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> oh, That's right. So I guess I got to go with uh, uh, where the purple is actually down there. So, yeah, maybe a little bit of an upset. Uh, well, the deuce is loose, right? The deuce will get loose against the 49ers. Watch I it. did get to watch deuce get loose uh, in one game last year in Manhattan, and that was against Tulane. Uh, unfortunately, so right. sorry for bringing that luck. He didn't get he didn't get loose enough against that game. I can tell you that. How's that? So you're on Dallas. You're on Dallas. I'm on Dallas. I'm on, I'm on Dallas. the Niners. You're on the Niners. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the Niners too. All right. So those uh, those are just some of the uh, the prep picks and a little peek at college football, a little peek at NFL football. I, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to get to this tonight uh, about the NFL because we didn't get to it until last week. What about what about the best team, the best team through the first, uh, what is it, four or five weeks into the season? The best team in the NFL right now. I thought, personally, it was the Miami Dolphins until they played the Buffalo Bills uh, last week, and now I'm not quite so sure. Uh, Buffalo could be the best team in the NFL. What do you think, John? Do you, do you, are you a big uh, Sunday NFL? Does Nikki let you watch uh, NFL football on Sunday, or does she have you uh, uh, back to your business uh, doing that, that book work down there on, on Sundays? Well, you know, Sunday's a lot of time. I, I, I am Catholic, so I have to go to church, uh, of course. Then you get you're out uh, mowing the yard and doing mowing, the things that Nikki wants you to do. Mowing the yard, uh, taking care of those kind of things, doing some laundry. I'll do a little laundry on the side. Uh, uh, I, I try to watch a little bit here and there. I don't play a lot of fantasy anymore, but uh, 
Uh, you know, I, I, and I do like the 49ers. They're, <clears throat> I think they're playing well. They got a, I think they got a well-rounded team. Buffalo's good. Uh, you know, once again, it kind of comes down to, uh, you know, who gets dinged up and, and moving forward, who can, you know, figure it out and go from there. You, you so. just you just bet against the, the 49ers on your, well, the your pick. The deuce here. is loose. I got to go with the deuce. <laughs> what do you guys on think? That. What do you guys think? I agree. I mean, I think the Niners are, like you said, the most well-rounded team. Their defense is stellar. They have explosive playmakers at every skill position on offense. And like you said, as injuries are a thing, and so as long as Brock Purdy stays healthy and stays I guess just good enough, you know. I mean, he's just such a great game manager that gets thrown around negatively. But, I mean, it, it is a trait, and it's a, a valuable trait at the NFL level, especially when you have those weapons like yeah. they do. Yeah, you know, you get it, get it, get it to your playmakers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do. That, that's, you know, you, you can be – you don't have to be an elite quarterback necessarily to win in the NFL if you have the supporting cast. Uh, and in any level, you know that, that's the big thing. Any level, and I, I really like the the Forty ers offensive and defensive lines. I tell you what, it's I don't care what level you're at, uh, the game is won there uh, up front. You know, in the trenches, always has been, uh, always will be. If you ask me, I mean, McCaffrey. I mean, it's yeah, a- <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. I mean, he can catch it, he can run it. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's it's tough to defend that guy. Yep. You know, it's tough to defend. And. We, we got Marcus down here, decked down tonight in his green uh, New York Jets attire. So, other Ro- Rogers is coming back. Yeah. Rogers that, is coming back this year. So that's what I, I heard. Anyway, uh, you can't say the Jets are the uh, the number one team right now. I wish I could say that, but no, no. I, I don't know. I think San Francisco. I I'll tell you what, San Francisco, and how about the Philadelphia Eagles? What about the Chiefs? Nobody said the Chiefs. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Taylor Kansas City Swiss, Swifties. Yeah, Taylor Swift's yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, nobody said the Chiefs. What's going on? Yeah, so everybody's on San Francisco. I'd say San Francisco or Philadelphia playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I've already got my table reserved here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for the uh, Super Bowl right up front. Uh, my Kansas City Chiefs table. So, all right. So there we have it, John Butler. It's always a pleasure to uh, speak with you. Uh, Hastings College Northwestern. You, you don't have any. Is there? A, well, what's the line on that? Is there a line on that one? Yeah, uh, the nation's number one ranked team. We're going to see on uh, Saturday. Well, you know, it's. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, how's Coop doing at Hastings he, College? He's doing well. He, he played. We had a JV game uh, Monday night. Did well. Uh, returning some kickoffs. Uh, caught a couple passes. Doing well. You know, we get him. Get him on the field here pretty soon. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's a it's a different level, you know. At, at the college level, everybody's all state now, right? You know, it's a little different than C two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's a little different. Uh, but uh, but he's he's enjoying it. He's adjusting. Uh, I think he's working hard. Uh, seems to be from what he tells me and, and what I hear. So uh, doing well. I, I'm proud of the kid, and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see him eventually on Saturday. How's that? All right, good. Thanks for stopping by, my man. We will see you. Uh, well, we won't. Are you coming over to Orange City with us? Well, I, I you're always uh, you're always welcome to hop in the buggy and come on over with us. I, is that a one o'clock kick? One thirty. One thirty. Oh, I won't be up in time to go with you guys. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I still may be at the office, but. Uh. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week then. We're back at home a week from Saturday, all right? Uh, number 91 in your program. 
<laughs> Number one in your hearts. Thank you. <laughs> All right. John Butler is uh, joining us for our, our segment here on the uh, second Tripland Tailgate Talk Show of the uh, 2023 season. And we do this each and every uh, Wednesday. Last week we were down in DeWeese. Yeah, they, they let us into DeWeese on uh, last uh, Wednesday night to open this thing up. Next week, you know where we're going, gang? I got my uh, I got my my orders here earlier today. We're going to Geneva. Oh yeah, yeah we're going to Geneva next Wednesday. We're going to be at the Overtime Lounge in Geneva on uh, next Wednesday night doing uh, this show. Everybody's excited about that. I haven't been to Geneva in a long. I don't even. I can't remember the last time I really done anything. I know I've driven through Geneva to uh, get to places. I, I can't remember the last time we really did anything in Geneva, but we're going to be at the Overtime Lounge in Geneva next uh, Wednesday. I hope it's wing night. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's wing night uh, next Wednesday at the Overtime Lounge in Geneva. Anyway, that's that's where we're going to be uh, next Wednesday night for our tailgate uh, party next Wednesday beginning at 6. Again, if you, you can't be there in person, you can certainly listen to it here on Extreme Sports uh, you can pick it up on Alexa. You can pick it up at extremesports.com. We've got a, a mobile app that you can pick it up on and a lot of other various modes to pick us up on. Or you can listen to it on the uh, podcast on the Hastings Tribune uh, website uh, first thing uh, Thursday morning. Nick will get that up for you. You can listen to this show all over again. Or if you'd like to just listen to it again because we've got some important information that you may have missed on this show, you can listen to it again on the Thursday morning. You know, we've already thrown out a ton of fun information. We've <laughs> still got some more to come in. We have a couple more interviews, hopefully, uh, when the coaches get here. But uh, we do like to kind of highlight some performances throughout the week. And uh, one of those things you mentioned being down in Deweese, it was a lot of fun getting to talk to the Sandy Creek staff and some of the players and stuff after that. And Sandy Creek, obviously still undefeated so far in, on the football field. Last week, it, it was pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, they won in a 68-6 to route of Southern Valley, but they averaged 11.2 yards per play. That's a first down every play. I, I like your chances. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get 11 yards uh, per carry. I like your chances, 11 yards of play. I like your chances to win the game. That's pretty good, especially when you're scoring a touchdown on one out of every four plays. That, is that going to win you some bowl games? They've got a fairly easy schedule they to, uh, to yeah. wrap up uh, the season. Then it's on into uh, the district play. Look out for Sandy Creek. That might be one of the teams in uh, the, the class that they're in that uh, could run the table down there. Sandy Creek, very, very good. I was going to say, I saw in the first game of the year against Blue Hill, and it was so fun, you know, watching them run that little speed option offense. That just melts my heart a little bit to watch that type of offense, and they looked as good as anybody, and watch them to make a run here in, in Class D1. And one of those big games that they did play uh, was Exeter Milligan Friend. Uh, that was an overtime thriller, and uh, it was really just back and forth and very exciting. Brecken Schluter uh, for Exeter Milligan Friend. He's the running back. He's o- over 5,500 yards in his career rushing, and he's gonna he's closing in on 6,000. I mean, with averaging uh, 196 yards per game, uh, I mean you're you're gonna get there. And so uh, he's just really fun to watch, and uh, it's gonna be fun to see just how high he finishes this year and just carries that Exeter Milligan Friend team. 
All right, so a couple of uh, big performances uh, throughout the uh, Trib Land from last Friday night. We want to look ahead. We're going to gaze ahead into our little crystal ball here, and we've got a, a big game coming up on uh, Friday night involving the Adams Central football team with the Aurora Huskies, and we're proud to welcome uh, Josh Lewis, my man, to the show. Good to see you, Tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, the Adams Central Patriots, they are 6-0 and on the season, getting ready to play maybe your toughest opponent of the season, Coach, in the Aurora Huskies. What do you know about uh, the Dogs? Yeah, yeah, no no, no uh, maybe about it. They're the best team we've seen, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously they, they come in with the two losses, but when you look at the quality opponents, you, you know, uh, shrug your shoulders, move on. You know it's Aurora, right? They're, they're really good. So um, they do, do a, lot of, a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, offensively they're going to score and, and defensively, they're super aggressive and make it hard to move the ball. So yeah. This is a team that's lost to Ashland, Greenwood, and to uh, Boone Central so far this year. Aurora, they they still doing the same sort of stuff as back when they were a very a powerhouse team a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, a lot of similar stuff. I mean, you don't you don't just change your stripes when you've had that kind of success, right? So, um, yeah, they do they do a lot of the same things. Um, they they've added little wrinkles here or there to to accommodate their athletes and and they do that from year to year you know i think good coaches do those kinds of things and and try to find what fits their personnel best but yeah they, they it's stuff that we've seen the last few years playing them and and uh they've just gotten better and better at it each week you know they've had a big turnover kind of like we did in terms of experience and and week one aurora um looks looks much different than the one now i mean they're definitely playing some of their best football right now Team that likes to, to throw the football around a little bit, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think at one point I counted their touchdowns, and 17 of the 28 were, were passing touchdowns, and quite a few of them were pretty pretty deep shots. The Shireman kick can, can give it a go, yeah. There, there's still a Shireman on the team, huh? Yep, yep, for sure, yep, another one. So hopefully last, but I don't know. I don't track those kinds of things. <laughs> I was going to say on film so far, what, what challenges do they bring offensively to your defense? Yeah, I, the, the hardest thing for us, first off, up front, they're very good. Um, O-line, D-line, both sides of the ball, um, they're, they're very good. Uh, but, but in terms of route running, definitely some of the best route runners uh, that, that, that we've seen. Uh, and they're really good at kind of slamming the break and, and setting down on you, you know, after they get you to break your hips and drop deep, and then they find those windows. And about the time you think you can go jump one, they, they find a, you know, they find a. I was going to say it hasn't changed since I've been to school there. Exactly. It's like the same old Aurora has been for the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get a lot of different. Uh, obviously, I mean, defense has been a key strength for you guys over the last few, several years. And, I mean, just when you're focused or when you're so good at one side – one side of the ball like you are defensively especially and you're going up against an offensive powerhouse like that I mean how much do you change what you do and you know uh, how much is it just kind of adjusting here and there sure yeah yeah I mean that's good coach banter to talk (laughs) about that kind of stuff um we our philosophy has been you know we are who we are and and obviously you can't you know, just be dumb about things and, and roll out there with it isn't going to work. But, you know, we, we tried a couple of adjustments this week to see how they looked, and, and our kids were kind of questioning things and didn't they didn't seem sure of themselves. So we're just going to go play football the way we play football and see how it lands. And, and you know, we know we're, that, that could could be a problem for us, but we're just going to do what we do and, and see how we go. Well, what about the, the first six games of the year? You've won a lot of close games. Uh, a lot of them haven't been uh, pretty football games, but you're getting them uh, stuck in the right column. You're sitting at 6-0 and here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, we'll, we'll take that the, the six column is what we're worried about, right? The, all the other stuff, all the pretty, how it looks, whatever. That's that's um, Sometimes football looks that way, so so we'll, we'll be okay on that front. But, yeah, you know, we, we've – 
focused a lot on trying to grow a lot this year. Again, we've had, you know, inexperience coming in, and, and the kids have grown up really fast. And defense is just easier to do that with. And, you know, it's kind of a uh, play fast, read what you read, and go play fast and, and see what you can do. So it's easier to get that kind of stuff uh, going. Offensively, it takes a little more to do that. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Josh Lewis. He's the head football coach at Adams Central. You're coming off of a 31-7 to win over St. Paul the other night. Thought you played uh, well in that football game. Jaden Segmeyer is uh, taking really control of the offense and, and working well for you at quarterback. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's athletic kid, you know, and, and uh, we, we the last couple of weeks have, well, all season really, we want him with the ball in his hands making decisions, and, and he's done a good job. He's done a really good job running the ball here the last couple of weeks. Um, last week in particular, we thought we'd be able to run the ball, and, and we were able to. Uh, and, and when you're talking about dealing with Aurora, you know, obviously running the ball and controlling the ball is, is a big part of the defensive success. You know, if the offense can move the ball, it makes that defensive job so much easier. You know, comp- we talk, tell our kids all the time, complimentary football, right? But one takes care of the other. So, so that's kind of the goal, uh, obviously, every week. A uh, simple case here is uh, you want your, your offense to sustain drives on a Friday night to keep a high-powered uh, Aurora offense on the sidelines. Let them watch the game from the sidelines. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. If you can not let a Shireman have the ball, that's that's a good strategy. Yeah, so, so we, hopefully we, we can do that. Yeah, we talked about uh, Ted Meyer at quarterback. When you got a, a guy in your backfield like oh. Nick Konitz, uh, you, you've got some things working for yeah, you. Yeah, Conant's fun just all the time. I, I've told him all year, I just enjoy watching whatever he does. Uh, when it's baseball season, just watch him during baseball. And, and he plays with that same intensity in football every play. And, and you know, he's a passionate passionate dude and loves flying around and playing football and and yeah he's he's big for us on both sides you've gone to a couple of road games and uh, following uh, uh this game with aurora on friday night you play at mccook yep. the following week which will be a, a tough game and yep. then at fairbury to, to wrap up the uh regular season have you had a chance to peek at those two teams yet uh not really we we uh I know to, it's yeah, one yeah. game at a time want to know. yeah yeah coach milgan yeah. always always <laughs> talked about that and we've kind of continued that and uh, you know, I, I know I'm from the McCook area, and I've talked to a few people, and they've kind of been dinged up. So, again, another po- probably deceiving record that you're looking at, you know, the, with the youth they've had to play. But in terms of what they're doing, so honestly, no, I haven't, I don't know a whole lot, no. I was going to say McCook's a pretty tough place to play. Oh, yeah, it's a sweet venue. It's, it is. It's a cool, like, old old venue, you know, going back there. Uh, it's cool It's cool to go visit, uh, but it is not fun to visit usually. So, yeah, so hopefully we can, we can have a good, good little road trip. Obviously, I mean – Kind of taking over as head coach. Uh, what has kind of have there been surprises or anything like that that you weren't expecting in you know being at that position? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know about the not expecting. Um, I had really you know really close with Coach Mulligan and and I, I've watched him do the work right of, of what it what it entails and um, I, the the thing probably for me is I didn't realize how much like I knew kind of what was there but just the the sheer amount of things that you can concern yourself with and, and try to manage. Um, I guess that management piece was was something I wasn't totally fully aware of how much there was going on on with that. Um, but in terms of the the football side of things, uh, Coach Overmiller's done a great job of of kind of taking the reins of the offense, and so I haven't had to do a whole lot with that. So I've been able to kind of keep the coaching stuff, you know, in my wheelhouse more so, and and kind of let him kind of run with things. So. Um, so that's been okay. It's just been that, you know, practice planning and, you know, people calling about, you know, these meals and this plan for this trip and then this, all that kind of stuff is, is new to me and more than I thought, yeah. yeah former Adams Central uh, quarterback Matt Overmiller now on the uh, coaching staff for the uh, Patriots. Uh, like I said, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Pats. How is he uh, maybe uh, as a coach compared to uh, when you had him as a quarterback? Um, I don't know, just kind of the same same kid, kind of 
calm, cool. I mean, that's that's kind of who he is. He gets excited now and then, but but by and large, he's very like thoughtful and analytical with the stuff he does, which I'm not really that way. So so sometimes he's talking to me, and it's almost like a foreign language. And and uh, but he's good, you know. He knows his stuff, and and I trust him with what he's doing. And and it's been a good little fit so far for sure. I got to bring this up. I've got to bring this up. Uh, are you wearing your shoes yet at practice, Coach? Nope, it's not cold enough yet. <laughs> are you so, kidding me? Yeah, nope, nope. I just I wear my slides out to the end of the sidewalk, and then I'm barefooting it in the grass, yeah. When uh, when do we turn the tide, and maybe you wear the shoes uh, for practice? Uh, I don't know. No, no, we're going to be down in the 30s here I mean, Friday, Friday night. Coach. I, I'll probably go a little longer than I should, and then my feet will hurt for a day, and then I'll put them on, yeah. <laughs> You might be the only coach that uh, I've seen does that. Where did that all start anyway? Uh, so it started um, when it's conditioning week. We do some morning stuff, and the grass is always wet, yeah. and it just soaked my shoes, and I got tired of it. So I just <laughs> started going barefoot, and then I was like, ah, I kind of like it. So just just do it. All right. All right. Well, good luck on uh, Friday night with the Huskies. you got a great season going. We look forward to uh, picking you guys up here in the weeks ahead. Hopefully get you into the uh, playoffs and make some noise this year. Huh? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. We'll take all that. All right, Josh Lewis, he's the uh, head coach for the uh, Adams Central uh, football team. Again, they got the Aurora Huskies coming up on uh, Friday night. That'll be on uh, the uh, Patriot Field on uh, Friday at 7 o'clock. By the way, we are at uh, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill here tonight, the exclusive sponsor for our uh, Tribland Tailgate Talk Show. We've got wings going again tonight. A lot of people on hand to... uh, uh, devour the wings tonight if you, uh, you're not into wings. Of course, they've got all the uh, burgers and they've got shrimp. They've got several different uh, salads to choose from. They've got a uh, prime rib sandwich that I've had uh, numerous times. They've got all kinds of different munchies, uh, the Super Bowl platter. They've got uh, mozzarella hockey sticks. They've got cauliflower and more. So come on out. You're looking for good food, whether it be uh, for noontime, for a lunchtime. Remember the folks out here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They've got that Sunday brunch as well going uh, each and every Sunday with all of your delicious uh, breakfast uh, entrees on tap uh, between 10 until 2 every Sunday here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Let's uh, shift gears. Let's talk some Hastings High football now. Is it Charlie Shoemaker? is uh, going to join us for a couple of minutes. Charlie, thanks for joining us, my man. Well, thanks for having me. you got a uh, tough game with uh, Scott's Bluff coming up on uh, Friday night. Uh, tell me about uh, the Scott's Bluff team. Well, I mean, they're, they're a typical Scott's Bluff team. I mean, they're going to run the ball probably 90% of the time. And, uh, you know, they had a big big matchup a couple weeks ago with Northwest, and that one ended with a missed PAT to let Northwest win. So we're kind of looking for a very similar game as what we had last week with Northwest. I was going to say, I mean, that sounded like, a, a, I guess, a kind of a heartbreaking yeah. loss. Uh, I mean, just take me through what the emotions were like afterwards and what you kind of talked about with the guys. You know, I just told the kids, I mean, that was probably as well as we played all year. Um, and we had our opportunities. I think we were up nine with five to go. And um, a couple things, they got a couple big plays on us. You know, and Northwest has been able to score on everybody this year. So we knew that was going to be a challenge. But uh I thought our kids played super hard. We just we just couldn't quite get some points on the board late in that fourth quarter when we needed to get one more score, and we just couldn't do it. That's been kind of the story all year, having been able to punch, uh, finish drives, I yeah. should say, just finish drives. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we probably did more so Friday. And the last score that they had, or the second to the last score, I mean, 
we had done really well with penalties all night. We had two pass interference penalties. One may have been questionable at the end of the game, but uh, you know, two on that last drive to, to kind of set them up. 30 of their 50 or 60 yards was penalties, and, and you just can't do that in games like that or any game. Obviously, like you said, I mean, you want to finish some more drives, but the offensive production, I mean, just talk about the growth that you've kind of witnessed, you know, this year uh, compared to the start of last year. Yeah, you know, our lines, we've, we've finally gotten some depth in our line. We were missing Kellen Jones for the first three or four games. You know, he was coming back from knee surgery this uh, past spring. So when we got him back, he really, he kind of is the glue that kind of holds that group together, gave us a little more depth. Um, and so we've got a little rotation going in there with those guys. Uh, kind of moved some people around. We moved Keith and Krings into our slot position, and now we're kind of rotating uh, Naz Robinson and Cooper Cole in the backfield, uh, getting those guys touches that way. We always try to get as many guys rotating on offense as we can because all those guys got to play defense for us, and we don't really have a lot of guys that can step in and play in those positions for them. What you talking about uh, the development of this team? Are you happy with the way this team is uh, progressing? Where, where's the big jump been here the last couple of weeks? I, I think just in our consistency, you know, in, in all phases, we've been pretty balanced offensively. Uh, defensively, we've, we've done really well against most opponents. I mean, Northwest probably had the most yards against us that anybody's had all year. Um, but like I said, they've done that. I think they had four, 450 against uh, Scott's Bluff when they played them. So, I mean, they do that a lot. They're able to move the ball and, and score points. But, uh, um, you know, we, we've kind of got some guys moved where we think it's going to get us for the last stretch. You know, you look at Class B – Aside from the top four teams, I mean, you've got everybody else is like three and three. And so it's just kind of a matter of how are you going to play each Friday night? You know, who's going to make the, the fewest mistakes? That's usually the team that's going to come out on top. I might be able to sneak in uh, to the playoffs, uh, pick up a couple of wins here down this stretch uh, in Class B. You might be able to sneak in there. Yeah, and I, and I really think, you know, if you can get yourself in a position, uh, we talked to the guys a couple weeks ago, it's like, the table's kind of set for you. You know, we've got three games that we can win. You got three games you could lose. So, I mean, it all kind of determines how how you're going to fit in the whole scheme of things. And a team that's six and three might might host a game, you know, in the playoffs, and that would be huge. Hastings uh, has got to Scott's Bluff coming up Friday night. That'll be their the last regular season uh, home game coming up Friday night. Then you'll play at Ralston, who is four and two. You'll finish things off with your road trip out to uh, Gehring. They are two and four, so a couple of road games uh, to finish out the season. Yeah, you know, last year it was really nice because we kind of ended the last two the two games at home. But uh, you look at it this year, it's like, oh man, we got kind of a tough haul here the next three weeks. But uh, going out to Garing on the last week, they're much improved. Um, they're playing some pretty good football, and, and Ralston turned in a pretty good record this year as well. So. There's nothing easy on the schedule. We're going to have to scratch and claw for everything the rest of the year. You've had a couple of uh, new opponents this year. We started things off with uh, Gretna East way back in, uh, what was September or August or whatever. And we'll finish things off with uh, Ralston coming up in a couple of weeks. So some new opponents. Always good to see uh, some new opponents. It's always nice to play somebody different. You know, you get out here in the West and you see the same teams all the time. And um, so it's always nice to play some different schools. All right, what about uh, the keys uh, in this ball game with the Scott's Bluff? Obviously, a team that's going to run the pig ass all night long. <laughs> We're going to have to stop the rush somehow. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody that they play, it, it's kind of funny because you prep for teams differently, but Scott's Bluff, you almost put in a whole different defense against them. Everybody that plays them has got an eight- or nine-man box when you're going against them, but you got to make sure you're sound with your DBs because uh, they will throw the ball. They'll probably throw the ball six, seven times, but they might complete four or five of those for some big plays, so you got to make sure you're really locked in on that. 
Yeah, they're going to run the football, and, and they're really good. The Sebastian Boyle's a tremendous running back. He's a load. Uh, so we're going to have to make sure we try to get him going lateral and not squaring his shoulders at us. That's going to be a big key for us. This is very similar to maybe the, the Hastings College uh, Dort game the other day where, where a team comes in and plays in, and you don't see this offense uh, nine, ten weeks out of the year. This is something uh, completely different. You know they're going to run the ball, yeah. Coach All uh, Now you got to figure out how to stop the thing. Yeah, you know, and over the years – uh, they they haven't really changed much. I mean, they do the similar things and kind of just plug in the guys that are going to be there. Uh, we've usually played them pretty well as far as being able to kind of slow that down, but uh, sometimes when they have a difference maker like that in the backfield, it makes it really tough, and you just got to be really solid, and you just cannot have those laps where you maybe go to the wrong gap on a blitz or something like that. That's usually when they break one on you. This is a completely different system and completely different uh, scheme, uh, isn't it? The, 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 the running at Addison, the only time we're going to see it is up. Uh, yeah, for week. sure. You know, you see everybody else is kind of 50 50, 60 40 run pass. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of prepping for all that stuff. And now you got to pin your ears back and really be sound and all those things. And, and then you got to tackle well. If you don't tackle well, it's going to be a long night. Okay. Earlier in the show, we kind of talked about, I mean, the travel uh, in, you know, this matchup. Uh, you've made the trips out there. Just uh, what is that like for, you know, teams having to travel all that way and then gear up for a football game? Yeah, you know, Scott's Bluff and Garing, those guys, they're so used to it. I, I think it's just old hat for them. I mean, they do it four times a year. But uh, um, for us, you know, it's once a year. It's not too bad. Um, you know, we'll go out there the last week of the season to Garing this year. But, uh we love it on the way out. We get out of school the whole day. The way home's not exactly as fun. You know, you get home at 3, 4 in the morning. Uh, makes the next day a little bit rough. Coach, will our schedule uh, change? You guys are in a new conference now. Will our schedule change in, in the years ahead? Schedule usually changes a little bit. Conferences don't really mean much in football. Um, that, that's kind of went away many, many years ago. But, uh, um, you know, we'll probably, a lot of it depends on who comes up or who's down into B and how big B is. Uh, we kind of, I've been hearing that Scott's Bluff maybe is going to go A. Uh, that's kind of the, the early numbers that they're going to probably go A. Uh, so that'll change our district a little bit, probably pull somebody, probably a York will probably come into our district unless McCook maybe goes up. I don't know where they're at for sure. I thought somebody had told me they're probably a couple years, another cycle away from going back up to B. So uh, being in the West, it doesn't change as much. Um, but, you know, we we were kind of surprised to get Ralston on the last cycle. That was kind of a different one. Kind of nice, but, uh, you know, uh, who knows? You know, we got Elkhorn North uh, last year, and we had Gretna East this year. So uh, it's just hard to say when you get those non-district opponents. I mean, all those uh, schools uh, popping up in the eastern part of this state. Yeah. Who knows where everybody's going to Right, and you don't know much about enrollment and what, where everybody's going to fall in that. And, uh, some, you know, Elkhorn North's a school. They could be going up to A on this cycle. It's hard to say. You know, they, they, they kind of explode in numbers there. Not sure where the Lincoln schools are. I think they're a little bit further behind on that, so they'll probably be in B. So there'll be a lot of things that uh, probably change a little bit, and, you know, we'll just play whoever we got to play. All right, it'll be uh, Hastings and uh, Scott's Bluff again. A last chance to see the Tigers in the regular season Friday night. 7 o'clock starting time. We'll have the game here on Extreme Sports beginning at uh, 6.45 on Friday. So, Charlie, thanks for stopping by. Enjoy your night. Enjoy the rest of the week. We'll see you Friday. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for uh, Hastings High, as the uh, Tigers get ready to take on uh, Scott's Bluff coming up on uh, Friday night at Lloyd Wilson Field. So, uh, we just got a word that we got to 
people tuned in with us tonight from Omaha. Also, uh, Beatrice, some folks uh, down in Superior listening to us here. Also in Wichita, Kansas, in Des Moines, Iowa, and in uh, Sioux City. So uh, welcome to everybody that's uh, listening to us all across uh, the Midwest and all across the nation. Uh, we've got it for you here on Extreme Sports. We've got uh, lots of great things uh, coming up in the uh, weeks and months ahead. We've got high school and college sports here. And, of course, our tailgate party each and every Wednesday beginning at 6 o'clock next week again. We'll be at the Overtime Lounge. We'll be at the Overtime Lounge over in Geneva. And again, it's been a while since I've been in Geneva, but we look forward to uh, spending some time at the Overtime Lounge in uh, Geneva next Wednesday. Again, uh, this show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings, right across the street uh, from the water park. Again, it's a wing night each and every Wednesday. Also want to tell you about the, uh, the Prime Rib Buffet. That's on Friday nights with uh, their seafood uh, buffet. You can check that out on Friday nights. Sunday, you get their, uh, their breakfast brunch. Gets underway at 10, going until about 2 o'clock. Everything you want uh, for a uh, Sunday breakfast brunch, from their fluffy pancakes to their sizzling bacon and their fresh fruits and uh, so much more. So uh, checking out their uh, Sunday breakfast brunch. Going on each and every Sunday, beginning at 10, here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Houston. So that's what's going on. A little look ahead again. Uh, the three games uh, for Hastings this week. Hastings High playing at home against Scotts Bluff. The Adams Central Aurora game out of Patriot Field. Uh, haven't mentioned the Saints of Cecilia. They've got a game against the uh, Wood River Eagles coming up on uh, Friday night over at Duncan Field. So that's what's going on there. Yeah, real quick. I mean, that was awesome to hear the list of all, everywhere that people are listening to. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope to keep continuing to grow this a little bit and get you know some of these teams' recognition out there. But that's awesome to hear. And, yeah, I mean, we're excited for some more great football this Friday. City teams are all doing well, and it's, they've been fun to keep track of and uh, just get to watch. And so it, there's some good football going on in this area. I was going to say, even in the six-man ranks, guys, I mean, they're, we got quite a few six-man teams that have done well in our area. We have five, five of our area teams are 500 or better. So 33 teams that play are playing this year in six-man football, five of them from our area, Wilcox-Hildreth, Red Cloud, Shelton, Franklin, and Harvard. And there's only four undefeated teams left, like I mentioned earlier, SCM, Arthur County, Pawnee City, and Potter Dix. So there's some pretty... Darn good football um, playing here in the state of Nebraska, especially at the six-man ranks. At SEM, they're, they're playing Red Cloud this week, you said? Yep, and that's the game I'm going to be covering Friday night. That's exciting. That's exciting. How'd you get on the Red Cloud beat anyway? Ask Will Reynolds about that one. <laughs> you've been like the, you've been there, down there about every week, haven't you? Let's see. So five, five weeks or five games they played. I've seen them three times. This will be a fourth. And then maybe next week when they play Wilcox Soldiers, it might be a fifth. So they got a parking spot for him. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, oh, trust me, Coach Helt down there, Red Cloud, told me he's already going to give me Red Cloud gear. And <laughs> these guys mentioned to me, you might as well get me an apartment down there for Friday night. So it's, it's going to be a good game from um, Friday night because SEM puts up points. And I know Wilcox Hildreth kind of uh, played him tough a couple weeks ago. And this SEM team scores 51.6 points per wow. game. They, only, they allow on defense 16.4 points per game. And their average margin of victory so far this year is 35.2 points per game average margin of victory. And in six-man football, you know, guys, it's hard to get sacks because you're constantly moving. 
these guys have 10 sacks on the year. This SEM defense does in seven interceptions. Wow. So Red Cloud's going to have a task in front of them. But Red Cloud puts up numbers, too. They put forty almost 49 points per game. They average um, – they give about 23 points per game. And in last week against Shelton, they put up 542 yards of offense, and that was the most – total yards they've had so far in their five games this year. Yeah, Warriors, they got her going to oh, RC. We are RC. Yeah, we are RC. Hey, Marcus, if you're having trouble getting any parking stalls or lodging, if you mention Mike Will's name, it, it'll it ring a bell and they'll go, huh, that's right. Years ago, he was the, the uh, race announcer. Yeah, I was out at the, the Speed Bowl. The speed Bowl speed in Bowl. Red Cloud. And I know that the, there are some stories, probably is even a plaque, down there of of Mike Will. He he's known everywhere in the Tribbling area. I was gonna say we got a good family friend um that used to that lives down there. If you've ever heard of him, if you're anybody that's race fans, Lonnie Schreiner who's the Red Cloud Rocket down oh, there. I know Lonnie yeah, Schreiner. Yeah. Family friend of ours down there and we see him from time to time and he always came up Donathan race so yeah, I'll, I'll mention that yeah, Friday you, night when I'm there at the game. Oh, oh boy. You, if you see Lonnie you tell him that uh, I sent you down there and and tell me to buy you a toddy or two. I'll try to. Right. <laughs> Nick, what do you got going this week? Actually, this Friday, it's my turn to have the night off. I'm running a race on Saturday morning. Uh, we're going about 70 miles, so maybe I'd rather be covering some football. But uh, it's a relay race. so. Uh, well, now, uh, what are you doing? So my wife has gotten me into running. Uh, I never ran more than a half mile before I met her, and so the only thing I do is run to the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> that was that I was do. my practice too. But uh, so you're running a race. We have seven members on our team. Uh, they're all from ha- most of them are from Hastings. I think one's out of town, but we're all going seventy miles from Omaha to Lincoln, from market to market. So uh, wish me luck, and hopefully I'll be here for the next show. You you won't be. <laughs> you won't be. If Will took a tonight off, you'll be taking next week off. So I suppose I better free my schedule up next Wednesday and try to get over there because I'll be in for uh, for Nick. Yeah, I, the running deal I was done when uh, I got out of high school. <laughs> yeah, I can't see you running much. No, I never did any any uh, uh, challenge running. I It was football. Because we don't have to run much in golf. Well, the only the only thing you do is brought the water jug out to the quarterback. You were you the guard end and you're a tackle. You're over at the uh, water bucket. You're gonna. That's you're, a big job. Well, you're sitting at the end of the bench. You're gonna tackle anybody that comes there. That's you exactly know? right. You you that's an important job. You've got to keep the guys hydrated. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, Jimmy and I will have the uh, Hastings High. Scott's Bluff game for you on Extreme Sports on Friday nights. Yeah, you can come right back here. We'll have the play-by-play coverage, uh, 6.45 pregame show, 7 o'clock for the uh, kickoff. The uh, brand-new voice for uh, high school and college sports is right here at Extreme Sports. You'll be able to grab it uh, online at uh, extremesports.com. You can grab it on Alexa. You can grab it uh, just about anywhere on your smart speaker and uh, on the uh, the mobile app and everything else. So you'll be able to find us. We'll have uh, that for you Friday night. We'll have the Hastings College game from beautiful Orange City, Iowa, on uh, Saturday afternoon, 1.30 starting time for the kickoff uh, on the air with a pregame show at about 12.30 here on Extreme Sports. And, Jimmy, we just can't wait to get to Orange City, Iowa, with a beautiful uh, little windmill and the tulips that they have is scattered throughout the town. It's always a pleasure to uh, make the trip to Orange City. You know, and it's even better when I see pictures of you on basketball games <laughs> when you're up there and it's about uh, 15 below. You know, we've been doing this long enough. You, you remember the old press box they had? 
Uh, before they built this it was one. Un- yeah, yeah, it was not attached to the, the uh, bleachers, and it was just kind of a brick building. And uh, I had to sit outside on the, the perch. It was not very big, but uh, they've come a long ways. But these places, uh, we get around to a lot of them, college and high school. And, and the places that build these new facilities, they do not talk to any of the media or the newspaper or anybody because this place... You cannot open the windows. Yeah, it's a multi-million dollar press box, but they forgot to uh, allow the windows to open. No crank. No, no, no. no nothing. It's uh, it's solid. we got to run the mic all the way down the hallway. That, that reminds yeah. me, I need to throw in some extra throw microphone in, throw cable. In, yeah, throw in some cable. But, so. uh, yeah, they've uh, they've upgraded that a uh, lot over the years. It's, uh, you know, it's a nice stadium. Obviously, if you're winning national championships, you've got a, a big stadium. But uh, it'll be a... Uh, It'll be a handful, just like last week was. You talked about the Dort game. I went back and looked as I started doing Northwestern stuff. Just shy of 800 yards. Yeah. Or, excuse me, just shy of 1,500 yards in two years that Dort has put up on Hastings. Just shy. It's 1,400 and like 86 yards. I went back and looked. I thought maybe I might be on this to uh, throw that at you. uh, Very similar games, too. Yeah, Hastings is going to have their their hands full. There is uh, one guy I told you earlier. We always say he is still there because a lot of these talented kids come in and they play for all four years or they get the COVID years like they've had. They've got another one. They've got an outstanding receiver, a running back. Their quarterback's awesome. they got some big dudes up on the front. It's, it's the same deal as what we had last week. It's a little different offense. They like to, uh, they like to rely on their speed. They'll throw it around the house a little bit, so it's going to be a challenge. That's why they play the game. Exactly right. That's why they play the game. Hey, we've been in the game. We've, we've had a lot of times it's come down to the uh, probably uh, the last several yeah. years we've done it. There's been two or three games up there that we've had a chance to win. A Northwestern has beaten Hastings 16 consecutive times. Just keep that in mind. Northwestern <laughs> has beaten Hastings 16 consecutive times. So, we'll so the Broncos to... are due, right? Yeah, well, they, they, they are, and I brought this up to your attention uh, during the game last week. I says, you know what? Look at it this way. We kind of had this figured. We kind of got what figured is going to happen this week. You got to play the game. But then there's the sun's going to come up on Sunday morning. <laughs> the sun and the beautiful and the birds are chirping and everything. And all the rest of the games for the Broncos are games, teams just like Hastings is right now. They're looking for victories. They're struggling a little bit. They've had injuries like everybody has sustained. GPAC's a physical conference, and they've got an opportunity to maybe make a run towards the end of the year and finish out the year strong. Well, we got? We got Concordia. We got Mount Marty. We got Doan. Midland and Doan, Doan. the four teams left for uh, Hastings College. So, Anything else, guys, before we get out of here? I, I told you we'd run overtime tonight. <laughs> well, and I, I talked to the uh, the owner of this, uh, the cat in the hat. I talked to him up at the, uh, the bar. He's even up there doing dishes and i said hey they wanted to get you on over there and talk about your uh, dinner specials your your weekend brunch your your wings and you know what he said you can do it <laughs> and, it's and, not like i'm here for the first time <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is not my first appearance at bullseye sports bar and grill i know all about this menu i know it from the front and the back so really i I just thought it'd be kind of nice to get the captain on here. Well, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, great food down here. Uh, like to throw a little thank you out to Rod and them. Uh, last Saturday we had our little kids hunt, a uh, little uh, the youth mentor hunt. Oh, that's right. And we had the breakfast in here and uh, had about uh, 50 kids or 50 people with kids and, and adults in here. And Rod served them up. And 
they were out catering at Hastings College the night before, and he said, I'll still be there in the morning, and he was. So got to thank them very much. But great food. Come down and uh, give the wings a try, though. They are excellent. Real quick, just uh, before we go, Will did give me one uh, thing to mention before we got out of here. The big week it was in Sutton for the volleyball team down there. Head coach Shelley Monique earned her 100th win. Uh, Reagan Robinson, their libero, got the 1,000th dig of the season. And Kennedy Perrion had her 1,000th assist. This was all in the same game. And then Lily McCroden is four kills from tying the career mark down in Sutton, which was set last year by the Tribland Player of the Year, Olivia Huxel. So right. it was a big week, a uh, pretty fun week for a good volleyball team. Big stuff there. Marcus, anything else before we get out of here? Have fun in Red Cloud. Tell Lonnie hello, will you? <laughs> oh, I will. And it's going to be, I'll tell you what, guys, you better bring your, I, I hate to say it, bring your long johns because it's going to be cold Friday night. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, the lows on the Friday night, 30s, 30s, gang. Get out to your sweatshirts, 30s for uh, high school football on Friday night. So that is going to wrap things up for our second show of the 2023 season for our Tribland Tailgate uh, show, our talk show here. Thanks to Ron and the crew here at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Next uh, Wednesday, uh, we're going to Geneva. We're going to Geneva next Wednesday at the Overtime Lounge. We'll uh, be back on the air at uh, 6 o'clock next Wednesday. And uh, we'll get to the, the latest in sports. A lot of things going on. We'll be right in the midst of the uh, state softball tournament uh, next week. So we'll have all that stuff for you and a whole lot more. Again, uh, go out, enjoy your uh, high school football on Friday night, your Hastings College stuff on Saturday. And we'll all get back here on uh, next Wednesday to uh, talk about it. So for uh, Marcus Mendoza, for uh, Nick Blasnick, thanks for filling in. Jimmy Purcell for Will Reynolds. We'll have you back again, all right? I hope so. This is, uh, yeah. this is something different. I, like I said, every time I turn around, every day is a new day with extreme sports. It's, it's like that new car smell. Everything just uh, keeps getting bigger and better. And well, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's uh, been a fun ride so far. I can't wait for the, the, uh, the future. Oh, the Freedom Ring. Yeah, I love Freedom <laughs> Ring. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, putting a wrap on this, maybe uh, for the guys. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. You are locked into extreme sports.